Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. Tron. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes, first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South, walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! <laughs> At which point they'll reply, hey, to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number, and you say, mm-hmm. I want all the Trone comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for yes, you. Yes, by hold they mean they hold the comics mm-hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays in, that in, you've ordered. In other uh, places, it's called a pull or things right. like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Yeah. Dr. Volt's Comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, statues, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever. Mexican kind of, Coke. Yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's Comics. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district in Utah, their respective managements, owners, or employees. And welcome back to the basement uh, for breaking news. The brand new episode of GeekShowPodcast.com coming up. Which is called uh, Joey Cruz is a douche. That's the name of the episode, and uh, it's also it's our final one at Tron Night. Our next episode next week will be back in the basement with most of the panel, yay! Except for Scott Pierce, <laughs> who is who is a football fan and and won't probably won't be on Geek Show again until January or something. <laughs> Uh, depending on when football gets over. But uh, anyway, so stay tuned for the latest episode. Joey Cruz is a douche coming up uh, after this here breaking news. Uh, here in the basement joining me, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin from the Big Movie Mouth Off. Yay! Hello! The sensation, the YouTube sensation and uh, Comcast sensation uh, locally here in Utah. Uh, channel 6. Mm-hmm. Channel 6. Eventually, we'll get a regular time slot. And yeah. un- until then, you can find us on YouTube, uh, hosted on Big Shiny Robot, and showing between movies in Theater 2 at Brewvie Cinema Pub. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hey, way to go. I know. I, it was really funny. I was there the other night, and I went and watched myself. <laughs> and I laughed at my own jokes. You're so vain. And, and then I walked out and, <clears throat> and found our friend Shannon, and I went, they're laughing at my jokes, of course. See, there uh, people are going to hate us now because no, we don't have any more Harry Potter passes. Oh yeah, I'm g- sorry, all they're all sorry. gone. Well, and uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you about this, and you you weren't sure about the uh, the, the Green Lantern trailer, mm-hmm. uh, which I read was going to be at the beginning of uh, Harry Plopper. Yes, when when it starts in theaters uh, Thursday, at, I think the first screenings are like at eight. Mm-hmm. In the meanwhile, and I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, the it's all over the web and and uh, I put a link on our Facebook page uh, for the uh, Green Lantern footage that Entertainment Tonight is showing mm-hmm. and uh, I have to say not a green I've never been a Green Lantern fan same here but looking at that footage I went yeah I get it <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it that but, looks like fun 
Yes. See, I didn't expect it to be. I mean, and like I said, I've only read a few Green Lantern comics here and there, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I guess it's Ryan Reynolds, so he's going to be that snarky kind of, you know, comedy role. I didn't expect it to be like that. And so watching the footage. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be much more serious. Yeah, I've that's always, what I thought. I've always seen Green Lantern as kind of a serious yeah, it, it character. Look, it looks sort of adventury. Yeah. And and he's flying into space, and, and, and I just went, yeah, I get it. Okay, <laughs> I get it now. I, I, hopefully they've learned from their lessons from the Superman movie, and he doesn't float in space like Christ and stalk his girlfriend. <laughs> And have a kid. That was Green creepy. Lantern baby. Green Lantern, <laughs> the Green Lantern babies. But uh, yeah, all the uh, Green Lantern fans I know who saw it had to change their pants. <laughs> it just uh, uh, too tall. Tony, our producer, mm-hmm. he was. Uh, he looked like he had been orgasming all night <laughs> when I saw him this morning. And he's just like, man, shriveled up like a raisin. Oh, that Green Lantern footage. Oh. <laughs> so he does. He is now no longer fearing yellow. Although you know. <laughs> You know what I want to do when the Green Lantern movie ends? Huh. I want to take Scott Pearson, dress him as a big yellow number two pencil. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh! All right. So uh, yeah, look look for it. It's on our Facebook page if you want to if you want to look at it. Uh, so that's some good geek this uh, this week. <laughs> now, conversely, yeah, yeah. So that happened. The Spider Man musical pictures are out. Vogue magazine on in Vogue. You yeah. And uh, remember how I said I was going to go to New York and see it, take a bullet for the team? Yeah. Guess what? I'm not going to. No, why would you? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And it's based solely on one picture. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Swiss Miss. Oh, what, what, what about pumpkin-headed carnage? Pumpkin-headed carnage? I can handle pumpkin-headed <laughs> carnage. But it's the villain Swiss Miss. You haven't seen this. Have I you? have not. It's a woman, a metal woman made of blades of some kind and has a skirt and like a wine opener sticking out of her knee. And It looked like she was on ice skates, <laughs> too, for yes, some reason. Yes, she looked like she was on ice skates. Just the worst, the worst thing that I've seen. Not me. You could go intoxicated and it might make it fun. No, 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 no. The checkout <laughs> moment for me, actually, was the one where... Green Goblin is carrying Mary Jane, and the Green Goblin looks like. Remember how everyone bitched about the Power Ranger Green Goblin in yeah, Spider Man? Yeah, we all did. We, he looks like a Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck you. Guess what? This looks like. This one looks even worse. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it looks like one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Spider Man's on its it back is. and swinging out on it, it and I'm like, just this, awful. This is possibly this. the gayest Thanksgiving Day parade float I have ever seen. It is just awful. <laughs> it's. It's mind-numbingly bad, and I'm so. a huge Spider-Man fan. Oh, you're and you I, are you you you've stuck with Spidey through the Clone Saga and all the bad stuff. You've stayed with him. I but have even, no interest. Even you are hitting the eject button on this one. Yes. <laughs> I went out. <laughs> I oh, I want out in a big way. Ooh. Wow, that's that. It's just so mind-numbingly bad. Go to go to Vogue magazine. Uh, on the web and uh, take a look at it. I think my wife gets it, so maybe I'll have it here for uh, yeah. next Geek Show. <laughs> and, and, and take a tall, <laughs> stiff drink. It's just the worst, Jimmy. You've got to see this. It's just so bad. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Now, here's the other thing about uh, uh, the show, uh, the uh, theater show. The show, uh, it may have a delay opening. Uh-huh. I mean, it's had nothing but problems. Yeah, it's it's already cost sixty million dollars at this point. Yeah, and, and it's not even open. <laughs> uh, but the New York State Department of Labor inspectors um, 
are uh, taking a look at the place for the flying and safety devices. The investigation has been in the works for months. New York Times reporting this, but uh, uh, the news of the visit comes two weeks after the actor Kevin Obin broke both of his wrists after being launched from the back of the stage like a slingshot. Because there's going to be a lot of like acrobatics and shit oh, in sure. this. So, broke both of his wrists. Uh, it so yeah. This, uh, this is some powerful web slings. This is some, apparently they got some really cool special effects happening, but uh, it's also very dangerous. Yes. But don't you want to go there opening night when everything's not really a hundred percent? No, and just watch him fly right through the wall. Just watch him die. <laughs> no, no, because I think it's going to be like op- I think opening day is going to be the end of Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Everyone's going to die. It's going to be a spectacular. <laughs> Why are the doors locked? <laughs> oh uh, God! God hit this theater with a lightning bolt. Because even he doesn't like this production. <laughs> you have angered me, my favorite superhero. Hey, All hey! Right. By the way, speaking of green movies, yes, green superhero movies. Have you seen the early word of mouth on Green Hornet? No, it's supposedly a disaster. But what? Uh, what's the word of test mouth? screenings? Really? Test the test screenings are in. How are they doing? Eighty-seven percent positive. Really? Saying Good. that this is a lot of fun and funny and. Well, and that's what it should be. Yes, and maybe we were all wrong. Well, good. Because I, I, I want to be wrong for that kind of thing. I mean, it's Michelle Gondry, for God's <laughs> yeah. sakes. I well, mean, I love him. But the, uh, the, uh, uh, even the, the studios, though, thought they had a big, giant, stinking green turf. Yeah, they, they moved it to January. Yeah. But, but now, apparently, they may open the film wider in January than they were planning on, just based on these test screenings where the audiences have gone bug-fuck crazy for really? it. Really? Good news. Well, now I'm excited again. Good news, everyone. Because that's the news that came out. I mean, what was that, a couple months ago? And they yeah. they just were hammering that thing that they were pissed off, that, you know, what have you turned in? Yep. But apparently it's good. Good. Well, that's good to hear. I uh, I was hoping that it would be, because I've been seeing a lot more trailers, and I'm like, no, this could be fun. Mm-hmm. If they handle it the right way, this could be fun. Turn a uh, tongue firmly in cheek. Yes. Okay. And maybe because like, uh, at the Comic-Con panel, like, to me, maybe it was right after that buzz came out, but they even looked disinterested. Like they mm-hmm. Maybe they'd just been knocked down a few, you know, from the producers of the studios and but, you know, maybe they got something good. Well, and and uh, ladies, I'm sorry, Seth Rogen is no longer single. I know you're oh. you're heartbroken to hear that, ladies, but, uh, you know. Well, now who am I going to go to 7-Eleven at midnight with and get nachos? <laughs> Damn it. All right, uh, we got uh, Dark Knight Rises. That's the name of the new uh, Batman movie. And uh, everyone is speculating because of the, uh, the actresses who have been called in to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone is talking about, I got the list right here. Um, one of the parts is a love interest of Bruce Wayne, and the other is a villain. But these are the actresses that he is having read. Uh, Rachel Weiss. Weiss, Weiss mm-hmm. yeah. It's pronounced just like mine. She, nah. could, she, could, she could marry me, and she wouldn't have to change the way she says her name. Yeah, <laughs> Or saying. she could add your name, and it would be Rachel Weiss Weiss. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Uh, Naomi Watts. Which is kind of the odd one in the, in this whole bunch, if you think about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, dark, dark light. Yeah. Uh, Blake Lively, Anne Hathaway, and mm. Kira Knightley. So w- what parts they're reading for? A lot of people speculating. Uh, Jeff uh, is uh, firmly in the uh, Talia Agul camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, uh, the daughter of Rachel Agul. Who was uh, Liam Neeson in the first Batman 
Mm-hmm. And, 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 in, and in Batman Begins, there are very specific lines of dialogue that refer to you cannot kill an idea, you can only kill a man. Oh. His Shadow Council, apparently there are references also in Dark Knight to the gang still sticking around and rebuilding itself. I, I'm going to have to go back and watch again now. <laughs> watch now that, for this. Now that you've done that. Yep. Uh, so I'm thinking... Yes, Talia Agul, but not necessarily as a villain, mm-hmm. but maybe as a girlfriend. Mm, I mean, oh. Or even a partner. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it's Talia Agul and, and Bruce Wayne team up, you know, something like that. This is just me speculating. Mm-hmm. But I think that the movie company is going to push for a Catwoman. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Warners is going to say, look, we've got this terrific character. Everybody knows her. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will want to see Catwoman. We destroyed her in an earlier film with yes. Halle Berry. Now, is this is this Nolan's last Batman, then? Is he only signed that's, to do three? He's or? only signed for three. Yeah, that's just, that's the speculation. I'd hate it? for him to go out on a Catwoman note. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Yeah, but think what he could do with it. You can do a lot, but there's so many other villains you could do much more with. Yeah, like Poison Ivy. Mm. <laughs> Iceman, right? Oh, let's get the let's get uh, Christina Hendricks for Poison Ivy. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, me for the movie or just for us? Just for me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. We'll talk about that later. Yes, <laughs> in private. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, uh, in uh, in Tron news, because because Jimmy's here. Uh, of course. Uh, Tron Legacy. Uh, I just this is going to be so huge. This movie. I'm telling you I'm, right now. I, I already said my thoughts on it. Yeah. and uh, I feel know, sorry for the other Christmas movies. I, I definitely go see it in uh, 3D IMAX, definitely. Uh, but uh, Disney is so hot on it that uh, they're, they're already uh, rolling out Tron stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an uh, animated TV uh, series. Oh, uh, yeah. Tron Uprising. Uh, it'll take place between the original film and the upcoming one. So it's like set in between there, and it'll be a 10-part miniseries uh, launching uh, in the fall, it says here, of 2011. And uh, the, or the legacy screenwriters, uh, Edward Kitsitz and Adam Horowitz, will be consulting producers for it. And uh, Elijah Wood is voicing uh, Beck. Uh, there's also uh, Paige, Mara, and Pavel are all in it. Do they mean anything to you? I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Okay. So uh, that's a lot of Tron. So I'm Disney is just confident as hell yeah, just, in this movie. Just remember, Jimmy, don't judge the cartoon based on its trailer. <laughs> no, I, as long when you, I heard about this cartoon coming out, I mm-hmm. was a little nervous. But the fact that you say it's a tin part, it means they're not going to extend it for 50 episodes and have Christmas holiday specials and, you know. <laughs> jump, jump. <laughs> jump, jump. <laughs> yes, it's the Ewoks. Uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, in other cartoon news, this uh, new Thundercats uh, reboot mm-hmm. is coming out. Uh, found this on uh, MTV's uh, Splash page. Uh, it's going to launch on Cartoon Network in 2011. And uh, here's what the producer has to say about Thundercats. It's a pretty complicated backstory that borrows from a lot of other sci-fi stuff, like Superman and Star Wars. <laughs> I wanted to be a little bit more simple. In the other version, there's something like three different planets involved, and they all converge onto one planet, and nobody's really connected. We didn't care, all right? It was cats with swords. He wants to make it all dark and complicated. Oh, and I'm Jesus like, it's fine, whatever, just as long as Snarf is not in there. Snarf! 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, so there and, you go. Yeah, and as long as, yeah. I just want Chitara. Yes. You Played by Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks is Chitara. <laughs> if you I'm could sorry, do that, she can't run. Look, if, <laughs> if Natalie Portman can be in every superhero movie, then we can put Christina Hendricks in every tight suit imaginable. That's what I want. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wolverine 2 is going to be called The Wolverine. That'll make it meaty. <laughs> <laughs> it still goes in the W at the video store. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, the guys who are making it swear that it's a one-off. It's not a sequel or anything. It's its own contained mm-hmm. universe and story. All right, whatever. <laughs> the Wolverine. The Wolverine, T-E-H is what it'll be called. Uh, let's see. Uh, Colin Farrell has been offered the lead role in the Total Recall reboot. His eyes already bulge. <laughs> and uh let's see a second i'm gonna write this down total recall uh also (laughs) also um good news for richie my producer uh, on the radio show bad news for the rest of us uh because he he loves zach efron um they're talking about uh they were talking about offering him the part for akira tetsuo as Tetsuo. Akira! You know, I, that apparently was a rumor. Yeah. He's not a bad little actor. He can do somewhat. He's it, not... it would have been good for him. Yeah. I know the geeks would have hated it. Oh, of course. But it would have been good for his career because maybe we could see him you know, oh, do some but, acting. Oh, fucking but get over of, it already. Of the gar- yeah. Seriously. <laughs> of the garbage that has come out of the Disney you know, kids. He's, yeah. he's one the, of the best part. Yeah, he, he can actually do something. Uh, the uh, the script review, however, is out, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, rather less than positive. <laughs> the film has been Americanized, which I... I had read that a while I don't ago. understand why they would do that. Yeah. The setting is now a nuked-out Manhattan. Yep. I don't know why. If you look at Blade Runner, it can be done. Mm-hmm. Look what Blade Runner did with uh, the, the, the whole uh, Japanese take on a futuristic cities. You could do it. You could be, you could be loyal to the source material. But besides and studio, still. if you got somebody like Ridley Scott, you could release about seventy different versions of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The story is roughly faithful uh, to parts of the original, uh, but a new character has been added: uh, Ray Arkman, the mad scientist who created Akira through psychic experiments on children. Exhilarating, Ooh. isn't it, Marty? <laughs> <laughs> I think you say Arjar Dinks. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I know you were dying for a, a movie version of Youngblood. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, it's a comic book uh, written by, uh, well, it was drawn and written by Rob Liefeld. Yes. Who, uh, for some reason, has a thing about ridiculously long and large thighs. I don't, I've never understood <laughs> and it. And man boobs. And man boobs. Um, but uh, they finally got the um, rights to it, and uh, Brett Ratner's involved, and uh, so that'll probably... Yeah, just think of shitty knockoff characters' versions of, of basically the new Avengers right now. That and come, X-Men, come, really. I mean, yeah. it, it's... Well, Hawkeye's in there, the Thing's in there. Exactly. All right, we'll close things up with uh, stuff to watch on TV. Of course, uh, this coming Sunday... Uh, what else is there to watch besides The Walking Dead, which is probably the greatest show on TV right now? Oh God, that last episode was good. <laughs> and yeah. I just and I just read that this next one coming up is even better. Oh yeah, because they have to sneak back. Spoiler alert! They, <laughs> they're sneaking back into Atlanta to get the racist. 
So and and the racist cut his hand off. Oh, yeah. Oh God, that was so such a awesome. great. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. See, right. I was surprised because this one didn't end on a lighter note like the other two episodes. When it ended, I was like, "Oh, there's no funny moment." <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. I was <laughs> like, "This is it's, terrible." Uh, the uh, the new episode uh, coming up on uh, Sunday night is Vatos. Is what it's called. Oh God, the preview looked good. And uh, oh, and uh, don't forget also uh, Sunday night's got a lot of good stuff. Your TiVo's going to go crazy. The uh, Futurama holiday special. Ooh. Ooh. Futurama Holiday Spectacular. Uh, it is Good news, everyone. I believe it's one hour long. Let me see here. In this festive, oh, three-part episode, the Planet Express, uh, Express crew races to preserve the traditional practices of the classic holidays of Xmas, which is what they call it. Nice. Robonica and Kwanzaa <laughs> along the way. Uh, they encounter the murderous Kringlebot, Al Gore's head in a jar, Mutated pine trees, droidles, fembot wrestling, <laughs> albino humping worms, Kwanzaabot, and giant space bees, all while learning the true meaning behind the holidays. Aww. Yay. Yay. Life, life day, maybe, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, so anyway, there's that Sunday night, and of course, uh, the one-hour season finale of the Venture Brothers. Oh, I... Yeah. Operation P-R-O-M. Prom. <laughs> You're going to have the best homeschool prom that $500 can buy, boys, because they're homeschooled. So, you know. Who wants pizza rolls? <laughs> so there's that. All right. So before we uh, uh, turn time over to the brand new episode of uh, Geek Show Podcast, Joey Cruz is a Douche mm-hmm. uh, is the name of the episode. Anything uh, before we go? You got uh, Yeah. Uh, for those who are going to Brewfies on sun- Sunday nights to watch The Walking Dead, uh, you're going to have to wait an hour later on the is it 28th. It's a Sunday night. Oh, is that our movie night? It's on movie night. Sorry, Please. sorry, folks. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> you should come early and join us for two free movies, The Last Starfighter and Tron. It'll be Yay. the 28th, starting at 5 p.m. Yes, and I have a recommendation. If you go see Skyline, I'm going to punch you right in the fucking nuts. <sighs> Don't. For the love of God, that movie sucks. <laughs> it is a pile of fucking dog shit. <laughs> And I'm the, serious. And the Strauss brothers, or as they like to be called, the Brother Strauss, can no, eat a dick. Screw you, Brother Strauss. Yeah. Even if you're a chick, and, I'll still punch you. And I dick. read the other day that they've already turned in the treatment for the sequel, and I was like, fuck me. Really? <laughs> hey, Sci Fi Channel, suck that up. <laughs> And Please. it really, that's where it should have been. That's, Straight to beta. That's where it should have went. Christ. Uh, also, uh, let's see. Uh, thank you to Dan the Laptop Man, of course, for always making this possible, PC uh, laptops. And making my my side ventures possible. Thank you again, Dan. <laughs> yes. And uh, also, uh, let's see, I want to thank uh, the Be Me Up Scotties, who make our who made our new theme song, which you'll be hearing in a moment. Uh, go to the beemeupscats.blogspot.com. And uh, they're playing December 4th up in Logan at the Logan Art House and Cinema. Uh, let's see. All right, so there's that. Uh, yes, join our uh, Twitter. Join our Facebook page. Uh, hopefully by the time you hear this, our new-looking website will be uh, ready. Ooh. And uh, in about a week or so, uh, every one of the panelists will have a personal blog on there. And uh, and, and you guys will go on, and you'll you'll... Write horrible things. Chapter one. <laughs> fuck Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> and, and mine will be a very terse and mysterious. Save February 5th. Oh, Save yes. February 5th? Yes, we'll talk about that later. 
All right. Now you got me. You've been warned. I'm a giggling. You got me. You got me curious. All right. So uh, here we go. Please to enjoy the latest episode of GeekShowPodcast.com called Joey Cruz is a Douche. Please to enjoy. Good news, everyone. We're film critics and Geek Show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Everybody, it's Lee George Cade, geek show panelist and one half the creative team behind Grimleys.com. Next, we will find an entire world of monsters and weird little creatures my wife and I, Rachel, make. Each and every Grimly is hand crocheted, hand painted, and 100% awesome. We make everything from sea monsters to mer monkeys, and we don't stop there. We can make a custom Grimly of just about anything, so the next time you're struggling with what to get geeky Uncle Ned, how about a Grimly of him in a truck costume? Grimleys.com also checks out all the coolness coming out of the Rebel Craft scene. Come check it out. That's G R I M M L E I G H S dot. Oh, yeah, make sure to friend us on Facebook. And uh, not so in the basement. Podcast. I think next episode we'll be in the basement. Oh, can I bring oh, my dog? Say that now. I, I, what, what kind of dog did you it's get? A Shih Tzu. Oh, really? He's darling. I love him. <laughs> my, my new dog Ripley is a Shih Tzu Chihuahua mix. Oh, maybe they'll bond. Maybe they will. He's a very happy little dog. Or, <laughs> or, or, or maybe he'll do what Artie does and just sit on her. <laughs> <laughs> now that's that's how Artie defends himself against the the little dog. Is Artie uh. just sits on. Him. And by this time, Flynn will be completely healed and back on his light cycle in my backyard. Yes. Oh, oh anyway, uh, geekshowpodcast.com, and welcome to it. Uh, we are uh, recording at the uh, Jordan Commons Megaplex 17 in the director's suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes us sound way more powerful than we actually really are. It does. But, uh, uh, th- thanks to Dick Cornell and... Jackie Findley for accommodating us. It's very nice of them. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's thank our uh, sponsors, and then we'll meet the panel. And I've got some uh, some stuff that will uh, make you angry coming up. Yeah, I want to get angry because <laughs> that's, that's what we need our blood up before what, bed. Exactly. Uh, thank you to PCLaptops.com. Uh, Dan, okay. uh, Dan, the laptop man, who uh, could uh, this podcast is not possible without Dan because he gives me the super powered uh, uh, laptop and uh, enables me to uh, make it go fast. Thanks, Dan. Uh-huh. But my, my front page story on parallel uni- MSN's Parallel Universe and on MSN Movies, which ran November 12th, could not have been written without the aid of PC laptops yes. and my new laptop. Been around for 15 years. Microsoft Gold Certified Partner. Microsoft. 
Yay! Uh, Taking your <laughs> taking your whatever you have, and he will scan it for viruses, spyware, and give you a free systems evaluation. PC he'll laptops. help you with anything. I had a hard drive that crashed, yeah. and I literally I Facebook messaged him, and he literally called me on the phone three minutes later. He'll do and that. Had a solution. He never sleeps. He is uh, he is on his Facebook or doing something twenty four hours a day. It's because he's in the grid, and they never sleep in the grid. That's right. It happened to be same uh, actually the exact same thing. I I Facebooked. I said, hey, I need a little help. And he called me, and I go, how'd you get my number? And he goes, it's on Facebook. And they go, you dummy. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I immediately took it off Facebook. <laughs> uh, so uh, go to PCLaptops.com, join his Facebook page. He's giving away stuff like cars on there. So, uh, yeah. Matchboxes? No, actual, like, real. Wow. I know. I know. Also, uh, TeleperformanceUSA.com, a stable, growing company. You can work for them. Uh, hiring technical geeks and gurus to take inbound technical support calls. You won't be making the calls. Health benefits after 30 days. TeleperformanceUSA.com. Want to thank Dr. Volt's Comet Connection for enabling us and our habits. No. Uh, <laughs> David, Dr. Volt's. The address, uh, 30 through, 30. 2043 East, 3300 South. Yes, the nice comic book store in Utah. Uh, also, uh, Hoops Vision, go to H-O-O-P-E-S-Vision.com. Remember, girls don't make passes at geeks who wear glasses. All right. Uh, you were talking about Carrie Fisher in the last episode. I love the Carrie Fisher. How much Fisher. you love her. When is this uh, special coming? Uh, I don't remember. The beginning of December. It's is HBO, is it? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's her live show that... One woman show that she did for HBO. It's, I uh, assume there'll be some kind of disclaimer, huh. if only because she talks about her father who has since died. Yeah. But. Oh. And, and, and who are you again? Oh, yeah. oh. oh, the panel. Let's introduce the panel. <laughs> Scott Pierce, TV critic, Salt Lake Tribune. Salt Lake Tribune! Yay! Yay! <laughs> SLTrib.com. You can email me. I might even email, me. I even email people back. He's shutting down. S. Pierce at SLTrib.com. Time to reboot Mr. Pierce. I love trouble there. Big Shiny Robot.com is the home of Brian Young. Yay. Hello, and, and Huffington Post. And Huffington Post. Comics and politics. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sorry, I'm a Huffington. <laughs> yes, yes, darling. I liked the uh, Superman. Uh, that uh, I liked that. Emo Superman. A gay husband ran for the Senate, but he didn't win. <laughs> Husband's gay? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> I mean, really. Really, I'm, I'm one of the few people that find her attractive. He's, so. not, he's not her gay ex-husband. Oh, okay. Her or her accent. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, hi there, Jimmy Martin. Hello. Slugmag.com is uh, the website. You can see his film reviews. I don't think I've ever given out my email address. Jimmy at slugmag.com. Oh, pretty easy. It, is that Jimmy with a Y or Jimmy with an IE? Y like it's spelled properly. That's okay. right. Just like checking. a boy. <laughs> like a boy. Boy spelling. <laughs> I'll and, never uh, grow up. And uh, Jimmy Martin, of course, uh, Jeff Weiss's partner on the big movie Mouth Off. The, the Comcast Sensation, nightly, 11 p.m. At, on Channel 6, probably still. Hopefully by this time I'll have figured out how to get it on demand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Viceroy at MediocreShow.com. I review movies on X96's Radio from Hell and on The Mediocre Show. I've heard you there. Yeah, and I now write sci-fi-based movie and other type of articles for MSN's Parallel Universe website. Yay, MSN! <laughs> yes, Bill Gates is my new ins- evil insect overlord. That's right, and you honor him. Uh, let's see. Uh, I slaughter then, children for oh, you, and, Bill Gates. And, of course, uh, and then our host. Our host is oh, oh, K- oh, Carrie, Jackson. Carrie Jackson. How are you doing? The I, famous Carrie I, Jackson. I do a little radio thing. It's very good. <laughs> it's all like uh, x96.com. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Check it out. <laughs> all right. 
They, um, they, they win <laughs> platinum awards. Oh, yeah. We, we got an award. For? The UB. Utah Broadcast Excellence. I hosted that one year. You did? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we won uh, Best uh, Platinum, which is the top uh, morning team. Wow. So I thought it was weird when they gave you the awards. They're like, hey, we went to this party last night. You guys won awards there. It's crazy. Here you go. Here's the thing about the UBs, all right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. We decided a long time ago that we didn't want to be acknowledged by our peers. Because (laughs) if that happens, then we become... Part, the, of, part, part of it. Part of the, the establishment. So we never, you have to enter stuff in order to be qualified to right. win. And so we never entered. Well, our boss found out about that, was very angry, and went around our backs and said to Richie, you will enter them every year with something. So I, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't even know there was a banquet. I, I think right. that you're right up there with Grant and the man. Yeah, although, <laughs> although I have this question. Oh, wow. Although oh. I have this question about yes. the UBs. Is it like the Special Olympics? If you show up, you get an award. I, I, do, I do not know how that works. I was told that uh, they send the entries to uh, radio people in another market. Oh. And they judge. So yeah. Although apparently, if you just show up at KSL, they'll give you a radio show now. Apparently, Jesus. <laughs> All right, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> okay. check them out in the afternoon if you want an unintentional laugh. Oh, it's just <laughs> awful. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it later. It's just awful, though. I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yay. Stop me if you see me on the street. Stop me, and I'll tell you all about what I think about that. Okay, Carrie Fisher. Uh, I, I just I love I, her. I just found this story, and, I, and because you brought her up, I thought I would find this and read it to you. Uh, Carrie Fisher admits that she did cocaine while she was filming The Empire Strikes Back. Well, who didn't? I don't think this is much of a revelation. Well, I just I was just happy to see that all of that snow on Hoth was actually put to good use. <laughs> it, it was, I think it was the eighties. Everything was covered in cocaine. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> now, 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 wait. Do you mean to tell me that she hung out with Paul Simon, John Belushi, and Dan Aykroyd, and that there was cocaine involved? <laughs> you, <laughs> really? Did you, did I, you am, guys, I am shocked. I'm shocked. Have you guys shocked and appalled? Have you guys listened to the uh, the commentary on Empire? She she talks blatantly on the commentary to Empire about how. Uh, the night before they shot the landing scene where they land on Cloud City, that the reason they're so, like, uh, just frozen is because Eric, they were at a party at Eric Idle's house, and he just fucked them up. I didn't know that, that she was on the commentary track oh, yeah. on, the, on the most recent uh, Yeah. Oh. Wow, okay. So she um, was, like, doing drugs then I, on the commentary, I, I, so I don't know why this is a revelation. I'm going to go and listen to this now. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, looking back at... At her time with the Rebel Alliance, <laughs> the former Princess Leia uh, admits to using cocaine while shooting Empire, uh, part of a drug-fueled spiral that she <laughs> pokes fun at her new uh, show, Wishful Drinking, is the, is the show, and, and the book. I, I read the book yes. as well. We did cocaine on the set of Empire in the Ice Planet, she told uh, Australian Broadcasting Corporation. She didn't reveal exactly who we was. I didn't even like Coke that much. It was just a case of getting on whatever train I needed to take and get high. Uh, That train led her to John Belushi's cocaine uh, uh, club while shooting uh, in the Blues Brothers in 1980. Yep. Uh, The actor took Fisher under his wing and exposed her to more narcotics than she was comfortable with. Slowly, I realized I was doing a bit more drugs than other people and losing my choice in the matter. Uh, Ironically, Fisher says that her ongoing addiction to hard drugs probably saved her life because my drugs were illegal 
or the amounts I wanted to do were illegal, it made it more difficult for me to get into trouble. If I had been addicted to booze, I'd be dead now because you can just go out and get it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. In between takes, Mark and I would crawl into the tauntaun and do some lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that she doesn't say who we is. But if you look at some of those pictures... And we thought, we thought his nose was destroyed by an accident. Oh. I, if you look at the pictures of who she hangs out with in these movies, I'm just guessing Harrison well, Ford, man. He had to be. Well, uh, you know? <laughs> all the stories they were talking about on the set is he was like older and like had a couple of kids or something, and like he was always off kind of doing his own thing, and it was her and Mark Hamill. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Well, although, you know, you got to wonder and if Chewbacca. there's some drug use involved with Harrison Ford cuz look who he married. That well there's but, that. And uh, but but look at uh, w- look at Peter Mayhew. I mean, you don't get that ugly unless there's some sort of chemical yeah. involved. Um anyway. Just sprinkle it down my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. I've got uh, a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, and uh, here's the oh, uh, the Alien prequel. We were talking about this uh, when Marcus was here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Praelian. Praelian. Uh, this is the, uh, the, the new Alien project. It will be prequels. And uh, there's uh, uh, whatsplaying.au uh, had a copy of the script that was put out there. W- would you like to know? Please. Would you like some spoilers? <laughs> I bet there's I bet there's some monsters in it. Please, please can I, sir? Have some more? Please. Would you like some spoilers? I've got some spoilers for you. The main characters in the script are definitely the space jockeys. Now, the space jockeys, for those who don't know. They, they, they're the sort of elephant-y looking aliens. He, there was one who was dead at the cockpit of the ship. Where the oh. Nostromo found the alien eggs. And uh, and uh, I can't remember the character's name, but he climbs up and looks at it and can see that the chest has been pushed out. Uh, it, it, it's, it's John Hurt's character. John Hurt, yeah. And uh, he's, you know, it's, it's big. So the main characters are the space jockeys. Uh, this group of aliens travels from planet to planet and terraforming. Uh, but they don't just try and change new planets. They also dabble in alien breeding. Hmm. In fact, the space jockeys are even attempting to breed humans. Never mind that they have two human males in captivity that they force to engage in sexual activity using mind control. The With each other? Are we back to the mandates? I don't know. The mind-controlled aliens <laughs> are known as growers. Cause, cause <laughs> as opposed I'm, to showers. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower. Uh, and they are used as a biological tool to rebuild a planet's atmosphere. This is also how the xenomorphs come into play. The space jockeys were using them as a specific type of grower. The xenomorphs we're familiar with don't appear until the second half of the film. But Lance Henriksen supposedly appears as well. Ooh. So there's some alien spoilage for you. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That seems I, odd. I think oh, they're going to have people some fun with there. this one. <laughs> and huh? Ridley Scott set to direct, right? Yes. And He's going to have some fun with this one, I think. I, I think it's uh, it's going to be great. I, if they just let him do what he wants to do instead of trying to... Uh, it's got to be PG-13, and, and where's the love interest? And uh, there should be a puppy. You know, you know how you you can't see Toy Story three in public because you're you'll I will cry. cry. I'll scream like a girl during this. Really? <laughs> oh yes. Oh. I, well, I gotta say the first Alien movie is in my top ten of just 
favorite movies. Just great movies. I know movies. people make fun of it, but I love the the one. Which one was it that she was in the suit that she was fighting with the aliens? Oh, it's aliens. 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 I love that one. Whom, and I named my dog Ripley after <gasps> Ellen Ripley. There you go. Oh. But uh, yeah, so that's why I'm looking forward. I asked Santa Claus to bring me that alien box set that Marcus was talking about, <laughs> the Blu-ray. I can't wait. Have you been a good boy? No. <laughs> So I guess I'll just have to go buy it. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Uh, this is, uh, this is a, an odd thing. Uh, I've got more information about the... Uh, you know they're making movies with board games. Yeah. Gah. And uh, Candyland. Yeah, they are. <gasps> no. Uh, no. Yeah, it, seriously. It, it, Candyland movie. Monopoly. I made that up. Monopoly is being made into a movie. Mr. Is it Battleship being Penny Penny Battleship yes, is currently they're, 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 being they're, they're, filmed. It, do, you, do you remember what the very first one that kicked all this off was? What? And it still hasn't been made? Life. <laughs> really, really. Oh. Mikey likes it. When is there going to be a Jenga picture? <laughs> and a uh, categories one. You laugh. Jenga would make sense. You could do a movie now, that battleship way. Battleship, I could see being a movie. Operation? Well, <laughs> okay. You say you can see Battleship as being a movie until you find out that uh, uh, you're not battling against other battleships, you're battling against aliens. Yep. Okay. That yeah, that's the plot. That is the plot. <laughs> well, what, what is this movie that? Oh crap! I've seen advertised lately that uh, big aliens coming. Skyline. To Skyline. That's it. What do we know about that? I don't know. It's not about being it. pre-screened for critics. Oh, nope. isn't that sucks. enough? And that's always a really good sign. Yes, it's yeah. an excellent sign. They're trying to hide it. Well, <laughs> I have more news on the Ouija board movie. <laughs> <laughs> you are making this shit up. Oh, I am. No, he's not. Wish it's, I was. It's called paranormal activity. Uh, <laughs> well, here's oh, the thing. By the way, why did we not jump all over Marcus for liking paranormal activity too? Oh, Let's, we should have. Yeah. Let's oh, go get him I in the parking notice. lot. <laughs> Fuck. He a, did like it. God, what a piece of shit. I refuse to see those movies until they're on DVD. Um, oh wait, what was that? What was that? What was that? Yeah. It's cold over here. The leading contender to direct the Ouija board movie. Yes. Is. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, he's dead, but he can do it. M. Night Shyamalan. Pierre Morel, who directed Taken, and is car- apparently working on Dune. Uh, is, here's, here's, it won't be a spooky horror movie, as you'd expect. Rather, it'll be... You're going to love this. <laughs> Aliens. It'll be a National Treasure-esque widescreen adventure <laughs> with, oh. with lots of chases and action scenes. Michael Bay's production company is producing, and several Lost Riders are working on the script. Every every uh, so it won't make any no. sense, and you'll be really disappointed when you every get to inter- the end. every intersection during a chase. They'll go, which way should we go? L <laughs> Come on, come on, come on! <laughs> oh, left, turn left. <laughs> Wait, are you moving the planchette? That's you. <laughs> He's the bad guy. Do not want. Uh, you brought up Lost, and I wonder if are, are you watching the event? I'm actually kind of enjoying it. I'm way it. behind on the event, so I, I've only seen like maybe the yeah. first four. I'm actually kind of enjoying it. It's the, uh, it's not. From, it's it's easier to follow than Lost, so and, that's, and that stuff helps. Seems it. to be happening, and stuff is happening, as opposed to you know like a whole season of watching the tailies. How, how are exactly. ratings? Is it going to last? Or it was picked up for uh, the rest of the season. <laughs> the rest know. of the, you know, once again, it's an interesting question. If it were on CBS, it would be canceled because CBS is doing quite well. It's on NBC, so they so, take what they can get. Oh. you know, NBC on several nights of the week is doing worse at, in the last hour of prime time than they were with the Jay Leno show. Right, <laughs> and, well, and, and, so. and, I, and I remember last time we did a news update, we wanted Scott there so we could ask about ratings and why ABC was waiting so long and cutting the series ordered for V. Yeah. 
They they cut the series order back to I think ten episodes. I think they've clearly kind of given up on it. Mm, that's uh, too bad because it, it and, was and just starting to get good. I would agree, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I guess if I'm going to see it from their side, they've probably seen more of it. You know, maybe right. maybe what Could they've be. seen convinced them that it wasn't going anyplace. Uh, but uh, yeah, check out the event. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's not and bad. Uh, while we're on the subject of TV, I, uh, Shannon's not here to yell at me for Smallville. <laughs> yeah, there were a few stinker episodes, but it's starting to get better. Okay, he jumped it's Shannon, in. Shannon at Smallville. What the fuck did you expect? Exactly. Really? I'm not. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying that as a Superman fan, you might want to check that out. And uh, Stargate Universe. I've been really enjoying. Have you really? Yes. That's hard for me to believe it. Not because I, I think it's bad. To yeah. me, it's the most accessible of these things. Yeah, I agree. Because the other ones, and it's the least crappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been really good. I lately. mean, I, I, anyway. I would try because seriously, with some of the others, I would try because right. I figured that was my job, and I'd watch some episodes, <laughs> some episodes of like Stargate uh, uh, Atlantis, and go. Wow, this sucks. Although, again, what did you expect? Because it was based on a piece of shit movie. <laughs> and see, but I, I see, like I know the we've movie. Had this it sucks. It sucks. I like the it movie really too. I, did too. I, I have watched a few, you know, episodes here and there from each of these oh, series. I just can't get into it. Go I have numerous times. I enjoy it. Even with, Kurt, even with Kurt Russell, it sucks. Roland, even though he wears a cute little it. beret, I like it. I liked it. There's only one Roland Emmerich movie that I'll cop to being a guilty pleasure, and it's Universal Soldier. Stargate is not it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so there's that. i got a couple more TV stories here before we take a okay. break. Uh, have you heard about this show, Mr. Pierce? Alabama? Okay, it's let me tell you. That <laughs> you got the puzzle face, so let me read this to you. the puzzle face. It is a starship comedy. From the makers of Reno 911. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, the show takes place a thousand years from now aboard the United Nations peacekeeping spaceship Alabama, Alabama. and it's six years into their seven year mission <clears throat> to maintain the peace in Sector 187G. The crew will visit hostile planets, meet alien life forms, and try to have sex with each other in their ridiculously tiny bunk metal beds. Hey, bro, you know, just from listening, what was that show that used that they, oh, years and years ago? Quark. Quark, that's You're thinking it. of Quark. Yes, and the Garbage Scow or whatever it was. Yeah. Bad show. But <laughs> yes, I love and this it. sounds similar. Well, this, now listen, you got uh, Thomas Lennon. Yay. From Reno 911 playing acting Captain Glenn Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> ben uh, Garant plays the robot second in command number two. And Natasha Leggero plays Roxy Sexbot. <laughs> uh, Mindy Sterling and Brandon Johnson also in this, and they're filming the pilot soon. It might, you know, who knows? He, uh, yeah. I, I think w- it sounds kind of stupid, but stupid can be fun. I would like someone to come along and make fun of sci-fi movies and Why stuff. Why not? I, and, and do it smartly. Right. That's, that's what I want. Uh, okay. And uh, are you ready for a new Twilight Zone TV series? No. No. Really? I am. That was fast. <laughs> I'm really I'm really not cuz there's been so many anthology series that have actually tried to do the same thing. No. And there's been there was a Twilight Zone, would another it, Twilight Zone. Would it change your mind if I told you it was uh, being produced by Leonardo DiCaprio? No. no. I, w- I I didn't help any. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> who's 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 going to put this on? Uh, it says here, uh, uh, writer Joseph Rothenberg and producer Leonardo DiCaprio. Is it attached to a network? Uh, it is. Uh, you should, hmm, let me find it here. Let me just read the story. Yeah. Rothenberg, meanwhile, also writing the script for The Forbin Project, a remake of oh. The Colossus, The Forbin Project, the movie described as the Frankenstein story, world sentient computer. I do not have that in there. 
does not say which network it because is. Because if it's to. broadcast, it's dead. Because anthologies won't work on a broadcast network. Maybe it'll be okay if it's a like an HBO kind oh, of thing. Oh, like yeah. an HBO thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of like a or, Tales from the Crypt, or or you know, God forbid, sci-fi or something like that. Yeah. Know? Now that would be the hopes for it, because then they if if it were off the networks, they could actually play with things, and yep. they could use some bad language, and there could be gory. Some, and, yeah. Yeah. But but if you're just gonna keep doing Oh look! There's hey, listen, a there's a twist at the end. I, why why as, not put as, M as Night Shyamalan on it? Absolutely will not work. As, as long as as long as Leonardo DiCaprio is the narrator and does Rod Serling. See, <laughs> I want I want this if we can get an intelligent, good anthology series out of it. But if they're just going to remake episodes of the Twilight Zone, I don't fucking care. I mean, there was there I, was I a Twilight Zone while I was. I mean, could have been twenty years ago, but there was there was a Twilight Zone, and some of the episodes were good. But it's you know nobody paid any. And I think there have been two since I've been the TV critic. But mm. I feel fairly certain you're right. Yeah. And in Outer Limits, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 Mm. All right. Uh, well, let's take a break. Uh, coming up after this, uh, that stuff I promised that would make you angry. Arr! Arr! Yeah, it, it, or it, 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 and I want to piss off Narnia fans. Oh, okay. Let's, we'll start <laughs> with that. Okay. After these messages, we'll be right back. Piss you off. Hi, it's me, Carrie, your GeekShowPodcast.com host. And host of the Radio from Hell program in Salt Lake City on 96.3 FM. Hi. PCLaptops.com is the uh, is the place that uh, I insist on going. I will not deal with anyone else when it comes to computers. It's just the way it is because Dan Young is a superhero. He really is. Uh, go to PCLaptops.com. Take a look at some of the stuff that they do. Uh, some of the stuff they can put together. They can put together a custom system for you, which is what Dan's done for me. That's why I'm able to sit here in my basement and do work like this uh, from home. It's much more comfortable. I don't know how people work from home, though. I have to keep the dogs quiet while I do this. <clears throat> oh, the small prices to pay. Uh, go see Dan. and He has been around for 15 years. He is a Microsoft Gold certified partner. And I'm telling you, Get him talking about anything tech, and, and he will he will know everything about it. Uh, take in your whatever you've got, and they'll scan it for viruses, spyware, give you a free systems evaluation. PCLaptops.com will help you find a location near you. And uh, yes, thank you, Dan the Laptop Man. I love him. Go in and ask about the decimator, by the way. He'll show it to you. Mm, pretty. PCLaptops.com. And we are back. Yay! Yay! And, and as promised... Jeff wants to piss off Narnia fans. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we talked about seeing Tron footage a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I remember. Um, Jimmy and I were also privy to 20-some-odd minutes of the next Narnia movie, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. But uh, unlike Tron footage, this one took us from the beginning to the end of the film. With yeah. Like little chunks. So we basically they, felt they, like they, we'd seen it. They, they showed us the <laughs> fucking ending of the movie, essentially. And, <laughs> and, and the best part was, and I really don't want to piss off the rep, but they're running around asking us what we thought of the movie and everybody else is like going, oh the CGI looks really good and I just went um, it looks like a Narnia movie and they're like well is that good or bad I'm like I didn't like the first two Narnia movies they're basically watered down ballless Lord of the Rings movies I'll give you that but I would want to say I was one of the people that was like the CGI has gotten a lot better because compared to the first film it's night and day but L- lipstick on a pig Lipstick well, on a pig. I'm not saying the the two films are still fight, fight. fucking it, terrible, it, but. It, 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 <laughs> and and the way they showed us this footage spaced out, it 
doesn't look like a lot of things happen. No, it really doesn't. It looks well, boring just, as shit. I, my you, favorite. Have you read the book, Jeff? See, I no. See that whole book takes place on a boat. Like, yeah, that's what it, that, that's it's exactly a, what it looks it like. Is, I'm on a boat. It's on a boat, motherfucker. It's a, it's a boring book. I <laughs> well, but it, I, see, I like eh. the book. It's one of my favorites in the series. And they, yeah, sure, they're on a boat, but so is uh, so is fucking Odysseus. And they stop <laughs> and so on, on the bounty. Yeah, so they stop on islands and have all kinds of adventures. I'm not defending this at all by any means. I liked the book. It sounds like you're I, defending the, it. The movie. <laughs> no, the, no, I'm just defending. <laughs> I, you know, he attacked the book. No, I don't no, care no, no. about the movie. I hated yeah. the movie. Yeah, the first oh, one, and I didn't bother with oh, the second one, and well, I'm not going to bother with this yeah, one. Yeah, it, it, it looks like more of the same crap. There's The actors are boring as hell, and they add this new character. I can't think of his name. He's like their cousin Jar-Jar or something. He might as well as a little pig-faced kid he's that was from Son of Rambo. Shit is what he is. And he looks annoying as hell, and oh, the little rat runs around and pokes his sword in people's faces. My favorite part was the, the, <laughs> apparently the invisible monsters. <laughs> and I go, well, that's really price easy right there. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? What was that? Oh, well, she's yeah. gone now. Yeah, okay. I, I, I compare that 20-some-odd minutes of footage to Tron, which... Really exciting, really a lot of action, and this Don Treader footage... They couldn't find any footage of anything actually happening. I'm like, oh so my god! If that's what they're showing to us, can you imagine what the rest yeah. of the movie is like? If that's the 20 best minutes. Well, well I was I was uh, in the in the same uh, deal with Scott Pierce as once I heard the uh, the religious right was touting these movies as uh, as Christy. I just was I checked out. I didn't even care. Didn't I haven't seen any of them. I mean, I enjoyed the books, but I have no interest in the movies. Yeah, they they. The the first one made money, second one didn't make money. Disney di- jump di- ship. Disney jump ship. Fox stepped in because they don't don't have any other properties to cash in on this holiday season. Mm. Essentially, right. it, it looks like more crap. I'm, you know, it. I'm sure if you love the books, you'll probably go in and you'll love it. But you no. know what? But but you know what? So do fucking Twilight fans. <laughs> no, I, I I love the Chronicles of Narnia books. I read them when I was a kid, a shitload. I love them, and these movies fucking suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell them to stop. I, Just stop. I thought that it was over when Disney's like, no, we're not paying for this shit anymore. No, but but but, but you know, Fox, they rummage other studios' trash cans and find what they can do. Is this a script for here? Oh, we can make this movie here. In the- Garbage. Hey, I, I found Ernest goes to J.C. Penny. Oh, hey, I, I know, think that's got potential. You know what? I'll bet that Fox Animation is looking around for. They're hoping DreamWorks will drop Shrek. They're like, oh god, this really sucks now. <laughs> you, you laugh, but I would not. If they dropped Shrek, I could see an entire series of straight to DVD Shrek movies from Fox. Oh yeah, it'd I make lo- money. I love that they're going through other people's garbage <laughs> looking for projects. Uh, I wish Shannon was here. This is some good news, because I know he likes the uh, lock and key. Oh, I do, too, actually. I thought uh, you were going to piss us off. Oh, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, He's setting us up high. Oh, God. I, and, and the thing I love about, I just looked and and who it is who's producing a lock and key show. It's Fox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whose garbage um, did they dig this out of? I don't know. But uh, this is a uh, it's a mystery thriller uh, based on a comic book that uh, Shannon's a big fan of. And I, yeah. was, I was hoping to tell him about this one. And, and it's, uh, it was created by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's kid. Oh, that that is him. Okay. Yeah. All right. I give him credit for going to the same line of work. He's he he's and he is a really good writer. I've heard really good things about his books, and I can tell you how good the Lock and Key comics are. All right. They're really creepy. 
lock and key Creepy. TV series. Creepy. All right. Yep. Okay. Here's uh, I found this article, and uh, <laughs> uh, we've talked earlier about uh, the kind of sci-fi fans that we hate. Hate the, them. The kind of geeks that we hate. I hate, hate myself. Them. And I think this uh, person who wrote this, Joey Cruz, you'll see, is the kind of geek that uh, we hate. I, I hate. I, I already hate him because he calls himself Joey. Joey? <laughs> you, sir, sound like a douche. All right. What do you think about that, Jimmy? The plot sounds good. <laughs> no, I mean about <laughs> I don't know. You Can you tell us, Scotty? I don't know, Jeffy. Here we go. Uh, this is. Uh, I'm just. I'm gonna read this uh, and and jump in wherever you guys feel like it. Uh, Superworld Comics is a store in Massachusetts that specializes in bronze, silver, and golden age comics and original comic arts. Okay. On their YouTube channel, they have a feature called Trash a Comic. Every episode, they destroy a comic book from their back stock in what they insist are fun and creative waves. For one can only assume the entertainment of their customers. Because comic book fans, especially collectors of mint and slabbed comics, love seeing these books destroyed. <clears throat> he's he's being sarcastic. Wait, oh, Joey's wow. very Joey's, subtly, yeah. very subtly. Joey's, Joey's very upset. So, so are you saying they actually destroy the physical copy of the comic? They don't just like tear it apart as far as like they, verbally. I, so I will show you. They're they're taking a page out of the Will It Blend book. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. In their in their first episode, they shot an issue of. They shot an issue of Classics Illustrated Kidnapped to Pieces with a Paint Gun. In their second episode, they fed a near-mint issue of Dazzler to a couple of pigs <laughs> before having it pecked by chickens. I thought you said collectors were interested in this. Oh, it, it. In their third episode, they ripped an issue of Walt Disney's comics and stories in half, put it in a blender, turned it into a smoothie, and drank it while toasting, Here's to the end of another worthless comic. I find this hilarious. Anyway, all right. Continue. Joey. In their fourth episode, they rolled over a CGC-slabbed issue of Shazam Shazam. with a steam shovel and fed it into a wood chipper. Shazam. Laughing all the way. Oh, it does sound a little funny. Now now Joey gets upset. Oh, God. Is anyone else amused? Yes. I'm certainly not. Oh. (laughs) Yes, sir. Oh, my God. That's why he changed the font. To the owners of this store, I must ask, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Oh, listen, he gets really douchey here. Oh, God. How bitter and frustrated by your own profession do you have to be to make your living buying and selling classic comics and then destroying the ones that didn't make any money for you? How much must you resent your lot in life to so callously debase and destroy the work of others because you decided your personal desire for destructive release was more important than doing something useful or productive with these books because you decided nobody wanted them? Okay, let me just say this right now. I own a shit ton of comics. I have comics in piles stacked so high they threaten to collapse on me and, and turn my apartment into a fire trap. I have a theory about comic books and collectibles. <laughs> They're meant to be used and read. 
collectors are douchebags. Yes. Oh, and by the way, comic book stores own their product. It's their fucking right to do That's what right. they want to with their goddamn well, product. Well, Joey, shove it up your ass. Now, see, that makes sense <laughs> to you. But and, and I just suggest to listeners that I'm going to be very, very offended if they throw the paper away. <laughs> you save it forever. Isn't, isn't by definition, if they've had this, this stuff in their store collecting dust yeah. and they can't find anyone to buy it, doesn't by definition that make it worthless? Worthless. Yes. And think, think about the people who made these comics, and now they are back in the news, mm-hmm. and so they're getting their name out there. Yeah, yeah. well, well, not only and and, and they got paid. And, and, yeah, and, they got their money and, already. And, and, and which is more outrageous, getting use out of it that way, or storing it in a fucking Marilar bag with a board and shunting it away, never to ever see the light of day? Which is more? Yes. If uh, nonsensical. Yeah. If Joey's so pissed off about this, he should contact them and offer to buy. All of the comics that they want to destroy before oh. they air their episodes. Let me let me continue. Let, let Joey continue. Oh, Joey, Jesus, is this what people can look forward to when they're forced to sell you their favorite comics to make ends meet? Do you think they enjoy seeing their old issues of Donald Duck or Captain Marvel being torn apart by the people they entrusted their beloved collections to? Well, they didn't give them away. What about the collector <laughs> who finds your YouTube page and sees that issue of Classics Illustrated he's been searching for everywhere, being nailed to a tree and shot at? Tough shit. You should have found it faster. He didn't search for it anywhere. If he, he could have found it on eBay. I mean decimating an issue of Classics Illustrated. Really? Harumph! <laughs> Way to go, fellas. You are burning books. You are <laughs> destroying the printed word, and you can't even say it's for some misguided ideological cause. Your acts stand for nothing. They mean nothing. They signify nothing but your own sad opinion of what funny is. Isn't it kind of advertising? Is his blog yeah. called The Parents' Basement Times? It sounds like it. Just how out of touch you are with the industry to make a buck off of. Congratulations, being the most literal of jackass wannabes on the web. But these books are worthless. Nobody wants them. Nobody will miss them. How about the little kid who... Oh! oh. I, you knew he would invoke the children. Oh. You knew he would it's do that. the children! Just think about the children. Oh! How about the little kid who's never read a comic? How about the classroom or library or goodwill organization that could bring these books to a new Maybe audience? Maybe we could send them to the disturbing children in India. No, How about, hmm? no library is going to take a clamshell CGC episode of any or issue of anything. That's true. Like it, they're not going to take it. And they'll take the Classics Illustrated and then go, oh, this is old. Fuck it. Sell it. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, it sucked. I haven't yeah. eaten in four days, but if I get to read... Shazam number 47 will be just fine. Shazam! How about the guy who needs a little cash and might be able to get some money for them on eBay? What, 30 cents? <laughs> and if none of these pan out, how about the recycling centers that help keep us from cutting down too many trees to make worthless comics? I guess those things just aren't worth your time. How many episodes have they done? Uh, I don't know. Let's Four say 12. 12 issues? Yeah, I don't know. 12 uh, comic but books! No! <laughs> Did you even consider how much... Could that slabbed comic have made for someone struggling to put food on their table? Are you serious? They could have used it as toilet paper. You're making this up. I could, I could understand his argument if these were issues that, that one copy exists and they're lost to time forever and we don't have digital yeah. copies of or anything. Yeah. Like, I can buy that. Yeah. But these are dime a dozen issues no one fucking wants. Okay, Joey concludes. These are unfunny, inconsiderate, self-important, idiotic, narrow... <laughs> 
narrow-minded acts that contribute nothing to the business or the arts oh, of comics. You should be ashamed of yourself, and your patrons should think twice before handing over that box of memories, lest they find their childhood on YouTube being fed to farm animals in someone's backyard while a banjo plays in the background. <laughs> oh, this is Fraser Crane. <laughs> Joey Cruz is a douche. Does he? For whom does he write? Uh, he, he, uh, I can't the remember which Chronicles. website. Douche Chronicles. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to say one more thing. Wow, douchiness just must run in people whose last name is Cruz. I guess so. Um, <laughs> but... I say kudos to Super World Comics in Massachusetts, and I say everyone should rush to watch their yes, YouTube it, 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 n- not not only channel. that, but but I hope for the news update that we do on this that we look up the address for the YouTube site where we can all find and enjoy these videos. It's called Trash a Comic. Trash a Comic. Trash a Comic. Super World Comics, Massachusetts. I want I want to find Joey's email address too. I will have Just to go to back and, there. and find out where uh, I I can't remember where I found this uh, big uh, giant douche big giant douche dot com. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm not interested in hearing yeah. somebody from from somebody who. But, oh, I don't want to hear from him. Yeah. I just want to like. Nah. I, w- I want to put his email address out into the ether so that yeah. other people he can hear from them. I I, I agree. Let's find it and, and get it on. Uh, Joey, uh, you are the kind of geek that we the, hate. That we hate. Yeah. The kind of geek that uh, uh, will not listen to this podcast, and thank God. I'm excited to hear what four-page diatribe he writes about this. Yeah, I, I wonder if he will. My, my God, we should find something useless to have people send him like we sent Pogs to Matt Fraction. <laughs> How about their comics? They're, they're worthless comics. They're worthless oh, comics. Shredded, them. shredded comics. Yes. We should oh. send him some shredded send comics. Send them to Joey Cruz. I think we should just send him every crappy comic in, and say in good condition. And say he has to keep them. Yeah. Say he has to keep them. Yeah, yeah, you put them in your house. That's, you cannot destroy them. Yeah, that's Joey C-R-U-Z is how you spell his last name. Yep. And by the way, it's okay with me if you throw the paper away. <laughs> All right, real quick, before we uh, leave, uh, I found this. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Mark Bernardin. Bernardin. Uh, uh, we're all geeks here, so we can be honest. Mm-hmm. We've all got the show that we know we should watch, but don't. The hole in our otherwise impenetrable nerd repertoire. He says, I'll, he says I'll, I'll use the example. Some things just slip by. There isn't enough time in the day. Right. You didn't know it would be good when it started. It ran for too long to jump in now or go back to catch up. You hate the actor and his stupid face. Those are all perfectly valid reasons not right. to watch a right. TV show. And no one will hold that against you, but it sits there nagging at you as you see a fan base rise out of the geek mists, embracing that which you chose to ignore. And you start to wonder, maybe I missed something. His biggest blind spot is Supernatural, oh, the TV show. Well, he should have watched it. He says, I'm sure it's good. People I trust and mm-hmm. whose tastes I trust have told me so, but I watched the pilot episode a few years ago, just didn't dig it. It felt a bit like Buffy Lights without even the pretty girls to look at. Uh, and it's apparently, allegedly developed into a show with everything that he likes. Mm-hmm. Strong leads, fast cars, dense mythology, badass angels. Will I ever watch it? I couldn't say. Perhaps a lengthy but not serious illness will sideline me for a couple of months in a cabin in the woods with nothing but supernatural sets, and, and I'll watch it then. But enough about me, he writes. What is your sci-fi TV blind spot? And I would have to admit, Supernatural is probably mine. Mm-hmm. Anyone? Anyone? I, can you have seen some episodes? Well, he says that he saw an episode saw or two I, of, uh-huh. and then... I think mine would be Battlestar. 
Yep. Because I got I got to season two point five, I think it was, and I just got really bored. And really? everybody I, I talked that's to, when it got good. No, yeah. Well, everybody I've talked to is like, no, no, you got to get to three, and then yeah. three, and it takes off. And I just have, and that's and been about a year and a half. And, and that's it, that's exactly where I am with BSG. Well, let's let's hold hands My, and go watch it together. <laughs> I know we probably I'm, should. I'm, I'm working on BSG. I kept up after Jeff quit. Mine's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? Everybody tells me how great that I show is, Buffy and I just I have zero interest in ever watching it even though everybody tells me it's great everyone two, everyone everyone two, two and three especially oh i know i know i, I know what i, I haven't could, seen i wish any. that i hadn't there's some shows like that that i wish i hadn't seen that i could sit down and watch for the first time now. right mine's uh that i haven't seen any is firefly oh really i haven't oh, really? seen any firefly and, and every time i tell that to i somebody, adore like, that the show good news watch about it. that is there isn't that much well, that's yeah. what, they, this is what 13 episodes yeah. 13 episodes in a movie yeah and so and that's what i could do in a day you can knock that off in a weekend yeah, yeah. So Anybody I, else? I should do it. Tony? Do mine, mine was Battlestar as well, but uh, I just started. You're catching up yeah, now? I'm in season two right mm-hmm. now. And it does get better. I, <laughs> See, think, I, it's, thought it really I think it's took phenomenal so far. I think it's great. And, and let me be Captain Poo Poo Pants because I know everybody would insist that I also missed the boat on Lost, but I still just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just don't. <laughs> I kind of wish that I missed the boat on it because I saw every episode and I feel like Lost is phenomenal. I wasted that I much of my life lost. on that piece of crap. I think Lost <laughs> is one of the best TV shows ever. I think it. I think they had no idea what they were doing. I think it was lazy, lazy writing. You know, I agree with you, but. I kind of enjoyed it. There were parts of it that I enjoyed, but there were also parts, I mean, there was, what, a season and a half that I would get to the end of every episode and go, nothing happened. Why am I watching this stupid show? Blah. There were a few seasons where it was, everything was that way, and then I think most of the seasons, it was half and half. Yeah. But the half that was good was good. It was the third season that sucked. The third was season the third? wasn't very good. I think the second I was season was other, I was other in for that, that show, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Oh, yeah. Once I started watching it, that was game over. You know, I loved it. Why? Because guys, but if it, had, if it had, had any kind of logic to the ending, any kind of well, adequate answers, and, and don't tell me that you're supposed to come up with your own, because Battlestar Galactica... No, Galacti- that's BS. Battlestar Galactica... I don't want to hear about the end of Battlestar. ...left... A left, uh, well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give any. Don't specifics. give away the ending. I'm not. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you find this guy? Cut yes, off his sir. mic. Um, <laughs> it's our new producer, Tony. By the way, I'm just kidding. Um, Battlestar Galactica left enough vague that you could argue over it, but there was, which was fun, and yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed and that I enjoyed too. that, but this just was lazy writing, where they didn't know what they were doing, where they were having fun along the way. F- screwing with people and they got to the end really didn't know what they were going to do so they went okay we're just not going to answer anything i'm not going to argue with it with you there because you really didn't learn anything at the end but by the end for me it didn't matter about the mythology of the island i just wanted closure for the characters and i got my <laughs> character closure. lazy lazy writing and i just feel like uh, seriously they screwed with us for that whole time they didn't know what they were doing Go back and watch the original pilot when there was no smoke monster, when there was a dinosaur or something, <laughs> and they didn't know what they were doing. You're not bitter See, about this, are you? No, <laughs> I feel like I wasted the, how many hours of my life six, watching that. Six the years other of one, television. TV critic's life is not the, easy. The other one for me is the last two and a half seasons of Enterprise. I watched oh. the first season and a half, yeah. and I loved it, and I just stopped because I couldn't find it on TV anymore. Haven't picked it up again. I want to, kind of, but it's like the it's, last season was by far the best. Yeah, well, and I, that's what everybody says. Yeah, everybody I watched tells me, a couple of those. Everybody yeah. tells me, well, season one was boring. If you liked that, season you know two and three is going to knock your fucking socks See, off. See, I but, had more holes where I wasted time, like watching Voyager. 
Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Like, like yeah. I, I would like to have all those hours. I would my too. Life I gave that one way too much. And uh, every once in a while, they'd come up with a decent episode, and I would think, oh, maybe they figured it out, and then it would be another six weeks of crap. Yep. I was just uh, sitting here thinking about others besides uh, Supernatural that I could add to this list, and I would have to say Warehouse 13 because I hear good I'm, things about it, that. It, yeah, I've, I've watched it's that. It's pretty good. It. It's yeah. pretty good. And uh, you know, I, don't I think it's sci-fi. I think it's just. I really should have. Doctor Who. I really should have given this new Doctor Who a little bit more chance. Okay, I would. I would say. And yeah. I and I feel like it's probably too late for me to jump in now. Except you don't I think felt so. I, well, maybe not. But I I felt that way about it from the beginning when it came back because right. it had so much history behind it. I thought it was too mm-hmm. late, which is why Torchwood was easier for me. Yeah, even though it's yeah. even though it's tied to Doctor Who. Torchwood's another one that I I should. And there's a lot See, less Torchwood, so you yeah. could you could catch up on that. Yeah. I started all. I started. Doctor Who season one with Christopher Eccleston four or five months ago. I watched season one, season two, Torchwood season one, Doctor Who season two, and I'm in the middle of Torchwood season or uh, Torchwood season two, Doctor Who season three, Torchwood two, and I'm I'm fucking obsessed with it. It is amazing and tremendous. The storytelling is great. It's it's just really good sci-fi. There's really great emo- emotional moments. There's really great comedy. It's got a yeah. really great mythology to it. It's it's everything I want in a sci-fi TV show, and the acting and the production values are pretty good. But on the other hand, all the Stargate that I missed, I don't feel bad about. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. I, I'm, Maybe, a com- uh, I'm a complete Doctor Who virgin. Can you tell me in two sentences what that's all about? Good question. No. Doctor Who, well, the Doctor, he's not Doctor Who. The Doctor is a Time Lord who skips through time and space having adventures and saving the world or other worlds or other people on spaceships or whatever. And uh, he generally has a human companion with him whose eyes you're able to see things explained through. That's that's a pretty good explanation. Okay. <laughs> So like King the Conqueror, but good and with a sidekick. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh God, however, I, oh, God, I hope he doesn't turn into a mortis. <laughs> however, mortis. You, however you can process it in your head, you go with it. Torchwood, All right. on the other hand, is hilarious, except when it's incredibly tragic. <laughs> Torchwood, is, it, it gets increasingly depressing. Yes. And and I'm halfway through season two. Wait till you see the miniseries they did. Oh I, that's what everybody God. keeps... She, it was great, but it was really... It's heavy. It's it. Torchwood is sort of these guys. Uh, the main character worked with the Doctor briefly, and he's stuck on Earth. And through a twist of fate, is immortal. Is immortal. And uh, he's stuck on Earth without a means of time travel. And so he establishes sort of a uh, law enforcement agency that works outside the law that was, to deal. That was first chartered by Queen Victoria. Yeah, to deal with alien threats that appear on Earth while the Doctor is not around. Right. Sounds like that S.H.I.E.L.D. comic in a way. Mm-hmm. A lot like it. All right. Uh, but, well, don't, don't they at one point blow him up and then in a cell and then pour concrete on yes. it? Yeah. And he's, but he's okay. Uh, well, cool. I don't know that wow. they blow him up, but he's... All right. Yeah, he's, he gets over it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap hey, things up. To. Anything uh, to recommend before we go? Uh, anyone? The, anyone? The 1974 Willy Wonka is coming on Blu-ray. I love that movie. <laughs> I really do. I, it's a good movie. Gene Wilder is so great in it. I want to recommend the second season of Clone Wars on Blu-ray. Skip the DVD. The HD on this show is amazing. All right. It's really You're recommending good. something Star Wars right I know. It's, it's crazy. So I weird. can come up with something else. 
I could come up with something else, another recommendation. It's not Star Wars, if you like, Scott. um, If you like violent superhero books... I do. uh, A new (laughs) volume of Criminal is coming out from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Basically, the idea is uh, the lead character was a supervillain who's trying to reform, and in the meantime, his former employers are trying to kill him. (laughs) And it's... It's vile. It's vile, and it's crimey, and... Um, I was going to, uh, you know how I like to, uh, Uncle Carrie's rapey time story hour. Um, <laughs> I was going to bring in uh, the latest issue of Nemesis from uh, Mark Millar <laughs> uh-huh. and read you uh, a portion of it. This is what I'm recommending. Pick this up. Uh, it's really sick and twisted. The villain, Nemesis... Mm-hmm. He's like Batman, but he's evil. But he's evil. Imagine Batman evil written Ooh. by mark miller oh i like it cool yeah well uh. he uh he kidnaps the police chief's two kids boy and a girl about preteen, teenage years it's michael jackson the boy is gay he removes sperm from the boy oh god and inseminates the girl oh yeah, that's uh, that's that's a bad guy. That is a bad guy for you. Wow. And uh, yeah, sends them, releases them unharmed. Is I'm releasing your children unharmed. Uh, by the way. <laughs> oh. And on a lighter note. And on a lighter note. <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, Carrie, speaking of your yes. right, rapey time comics yes. reading theater, uh, I got a Facebook message from our comic book writing friend Jason Aaron, who says that. Uh, his Punisher Max book is getting back on schedule. Oh, good. That's another um, great rapey time story hour. Yes. <laughs> what Jeff mentioned Brubaker for a minute. DC's actually putting out reprints of his Batman stuff. And if you dig Brubaker's Marvel stuff, his his DC stuff that he did before he went on to Marvel is really good. And his take on Batman's really un- un- good. Until they fucked with him and he had to leave because he now okay. can't stand DC. I, I, won't, I won't end on the rapey time story hour. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me recommend something that is completely engulfed and controlled my life for the past uh, two weeks. And, and, and Jimmy, I have to return this goddamn thing to you. Told you so. Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have been making love to Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions for three weeks to the point where I understand video game addiction. Yeah. All right? It's a real thing because <laughs> yeah. I, I am blowing off important meetings yep. and not getting work done so that I can come home and try to defeat the goddamn Noir Green Goblin. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. He's a bitch. Um, no, but here's the thing, though, and because I think I heard you talk about that. You're doing it in, like, one-hour burst, right? Yeah, yeah. And so when I, when I get addicted to a game, mm-hmm. I sit down, I don't know, one in the morning, and just fly through that fucker in about nine hours. And, it, and it's a waste of a day and a night, and I feel like shit the next day, but then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so your, your wife is very uh, lenient and no, kind. She's then. asleep. It's like a video game bender. <laughs> it's a bender. It's what yeah. I do. It's a bender. I'm like, <laughs> beat you. Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> so yeah, that's. Uh, I'm playing it on Xbox, oh, and, and that uh, game is, is evil. The, the Green Goblin. That's the amusement park level. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite one. I, I can't get that. It's hard as shit. I can't get him. Although, although again, yeah. Carrie, what's your favorite thing on Spider-Man: Shattered Dimensions? Well, there's many things. Crazy I, time but, Spider-Man. But, 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 but please tell everyone about the Deadpool feature. The Deadpool feature, okay, you're fighting Deadpool, and you know you get frustrated because you can't beat him, and uh, so you, you pause the game, and you go online to look for cheats, right? Like you do. And uh, while the game is paused, Deadpool taunts you. 
<laughs> now you're just pausing just to pause. You pause too much. <laughs> it, he, it, because he, he ridicules you the entire level as you're playing, and, and then while you're pausing, he ridicules you for pausing. Oh, God, it was just... Uh, bastard. You need to take this game away from me, Jimmy. I'll come over come and pry and it out of your it away. cold, dead <laughs> Either that or play the game for him so he can be done with it. Yes! Before, before we leave, uh, there's, yes. there's something to be added to the store shelves. At least I haven't seen it yet. Our films are starting to come uh, on Blu-ray 3D to, uh, to stores now. So, Oh, yeah? When this airs tomorrow, there's a Clash of the Titans, which is terrible. Mm. And Polar Express and Christmas Carol, but it's going to be interesting to Similar see. Similar fart noise. Interesting to see these 3D movies coming home now. I uh, I have, uh, what is it, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens in that format. Oh, so, okay, oh. so I hadn't seen really any so titles yet. Is, Pol- is Polar Express a horror movie? Because they have the really looks creepy. Yeah. It is. It's <laughs> scary so, so is that fucking Christmas Carol. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Zemeckis needs to get back on this game. All right. That's, uh, let's wrap it up. Thank you, guys. For, uh, for doing this and uh, Shannon and Lee will be hopefully back next uh, next episode so we'll have to Shannon more hands there, there you go good night